0: To be or not to be. To be or not to be, it is the quintessential query stemming from the existential womb. To be or not to be. Throughout scripture, there lies explicit exegetical extrapolation of times where God laid out verbatim his desire for us to be something. No mincing of words. There are moments in scripture laid out explicitly where God says be something. God wants you to be fruitful. Genesis 1:28. He says be faithful in Revelation 2:10. He says be firm 1 Corinthians 15:58. To Joshua in Joshua 1:9 he said be strong and brave. Be holy 1 Peter 1:16. Be light Matthew 5:14. Be still and know that God is God. Psalm 46 verse 10. Yet there's one critical to be, one to be, that if you receive it and apply it, it will enable you to be everything we just listed and more. There's one to be, that if you become what God desires you to be in one scripture, you are everything we already just laid out. Here it comes. Do not be drunk with wine. Hello, Napa. Because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. 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 Ephesians 5.18. The Bible doesn't say be touched, caressed, motivated, or even excited about my spirit. The Bible says be filled with the Holy Spirit. God fills. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know this well, Genesis chapter 1. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. He hovered. He moved upon the face of the waters. He did not fill the waters. He moved over the waters. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and other politically incorrect terms, listen carefully. There is a difference between feeling God and being filled with God. what if i tell you not everyone who feels the presence of god is filled with the spirit of god as genesis demonstrates god can move over but not necessarily fill in he can visit but not inhabit praise be to god that jesus paid the price so we can go from a visitation to a habitation he shed his blood for his spirit not just to move over you but for his spirit to move in you let, let me break down the holidays for you christmas is god with us easter is god for us pentecost is god in us this is pentecost sunday this is pentecost sunday which means what God doesn't just want to caress you. He wants to change you God doesn't want to touch your circumstance. He wants to transform your life God doesn't want to visit you. He wants to live inside of you. Somebody say be filled Be filled Let me illustrate this for you. This is you the day you were born The moment you were born One second after you were born, things change. The fallen nature of man, the outcome of what took place in the garden of Eden. Let me have some of that, Jason, some of that beautiful, healthy beverage. This is what happens. This is life. This is life. This is the fallen nature of man. This is sin, you get into puberty and then your hormones kick in and your testosterone and estrogen all come together and all of that. And then you have your proclivities and then you have the social constructs and and worldviews and false ideologies. You have generational curses. Your grandfather didn't overcome it. Your daddy didn't overcome it. You have alcoholism and addiction and moral turpitude and immorality and fear and suicidal thoughts and tendency. You have all this perpetual brokenness, angst, consternation, flux, and fear. All of this combined together, all of a sudden, this is you. This is you. This could be you, your family, your home, your marriage, your surroundings. And to a great degree, this is the way America looks like right now. This is it. This is it. So the answer is, how do we solve this? How do we solve this dilemma? How do we solve this issue? Religion says you got to get rid of it. Religion says get rid of it go in there and somehow try to get rid of it I'm gonna show you the antidote and I'm gonna just prophesy to you. What's happening next? I'm gonna tell you how to solve this. There's a way to get rid of every generational curse There's a way to break every lie of the enemy. There's a way You can try to do it. You can go to therapy, and therapy's okay. You can go to institutions; they're all right. You can go through every single mean and mechanism that society and secular culture affirms and validates. But that won't do it. There's a way to be. There's a way to get rid of the stuff inside of you—every vestige of darkness, every dark thought, every dark inclination, every dark habit. Not, not only in you. If you get this right, your children and your children's children and your children's 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 children's, children's children children's children's children how do you do it pastor sam how do i get rid of it you don't whine about it you don't complain about it you don't post about on instagram and facebook i'm terrible hell i'm going through hell life is bad i'm broken i'm gonna tell you what the answer is here are you ready this is the answer come up here real quick how do you get rid of that put that over there pick that up The answer is real simple. This is you. This represents the Holy Spirit. Here comes the Holy Spirit. This is you, Holy Spirit. You can't make yourself holy. You tried. You failed. You can't make yourself right. You tried. You failed. You tried religion. You tried other stuff. What's the answer? Go ahead. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. No, 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 watch. When the Spirit of God goes inside of you, every bit of darkness has to come out of you. Oh, no, I'm I'm prophesying now. The next thing to fill your mind, the next thing to fill your family, the next thing to fill your generation, the next thing to fill California, the next thing... Oh, we're... Nah, there's more. There's more of the Holy Spirit. Go ahead. There's more the next thing to fill america the next thing to fill the nations it won't be a new political movement the next thing to fill the nations will be the glory of the living christ jesus somebody shall be filled be filled hold on hold on yeah nope we're not done yet come here there's more of the holy spirit no What's more, we're, we won't be happy until every bit of darkness is gone. Fill it. Somebody prays like you got it. I'm prophesying that you and your family, you and your children and your children's children and your children's children's children, you will not be filled with fear or sin or bondage or generational curses. You and your house will be filled with the Spirit. If you believe it, shout like you're being filled. Praise like you're being filled. Worship like you're being filled. Are there any filled people in the house? When the spirit of God comes in, all of hell has to come out. Be filled. So when those dark thoughts come your way, instead of whining about it, what do you do? Be filled. Pastor, pero la regué cuando la riegas, ¿qué vas a hacer? What are you going to do? I'm not going to go to church. I messed up. I can't be around other Christians. I messed up. Get over yourself. When you mess up, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Somebody shall be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Let me see. Let me see how much we have there. We got that. I don't want any room because if we have, every time a little room shows up, The enemy will attempt to fill that room But as long as there is no room if there's no room, there's nothing for him to occupy I'm prophesying get ready for overflow Some somebody high-five your neighbor tell him get ready for overflow I get ready for overflow. I feel an overflow coming your way. My cup runneth over. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled when aware of the glory of the Lord. Habakkuk 2.14. Be filled. Are there any questions? That's you. That's what's coming to you and your family and your children and your children's children. We got to hurry. We got to hurry. Be filled. Be filled with the breath of God. Somebody say, be filled with the breath of God then taking a deep breath he blew on them and said receive the Holy Spirit John 20 22 we inhale before we exhale we receive a deposit before we invest instruction precedes construction we breathe in before we breathe out it always begins with the breath of God Genesis 2:7. the Hebrew word is ruach the Greek word is pneuma Job talked about it in Job 33 verse 4 I need you to hear me he, Jesus just said here it is be filled by spirit let me breathe on you here's my breath he said his spirit receive my spirit not just any spirit but the Holy Spirit the Bible tells us to be aware to be cognizant that there are spirits alive on the planet today let me give it to that according to scripture. According to the Bible, there are spirits right now occupying the lamb, the spirit of divination, Acts 16, 16 to 18, the spirit of jealousy, Galatians five nineteen. the spirit of lying and deception. You turn on the news, you don't even know what's real anymore. 10 years ago, people would lie and try to cover it up. Now they just lie. And it's not even whimsical nuance, they don't even cover it up. People just blatantly lie and they believe their own lies. Oh, <laughs> the spirit of perversion, 2 Peter two fourteen, And that spirit of perversion is coming after our children. We are about, I'm gonna get in trouble. I don't care anymore. I've reached the part where I don't care. I'm just, it is what it is. Christianity is not comfortable. So I'm just, we're about to see you, we're about to go to school board meetings. We're not gonna go there in the flesh. We're gonna go in just filled in the spirit of almighty God. And we're gonna stand up and we're gonna say, stop corrupting our children. Get your hands off our children. Get your hands off our children. Somebody shall be filled. The spirit of heaviness. Isaiah 61, verse 3. Go ahead, walk outside of this church. The spirit of heaviness in different parts of this nation and the world. The spirit of fear, 2 Timothy 1, 7. The spirit of death, will happen in Obalde, Texas, and Buffalo. Ah! Matthew six ten. That spirit is so prevalent right now. The spirit of Jezebel. Que 2 20, mala. Revelation two twenty. The spirit of the antichrist. First John chapter two verse eighteen and nineteen. And let me repeat. When I was with you last time, I'm I'm gonna double down on it. I don't care. Here it is. I don't care what you see on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter don't believe the lie the most powerful spirit on the planet is not jezebel discord the Antichrist, anti-love or anti-truth the most powerful spirit on the planet is still the holy spirit of almighty god i need you to shout like you have that spirit Somebody prays like you have that Spirit! Somebody worship like you have that Spirit! Somebody pray like you have that Spirit! Somebody preach like you have that Spirit! Live like you have that Spirit! Give like you have that Spirit! Uh, all the Holy Spirit people, raise your hand! all the, all every single person here who has the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead romans 8 11 Raise both hands oh we we what do we need more than ever before the holy spirit if you want to live out the purpose of god you need the holy spirit if you want to receive the promises of god you need the holy spirit you want to experience the provision of god you need the holy spirit you want to build a firewall against your past you need the holy spirit If you want to guarantee your future, you need the Holy Spirit. When you receive the breath of Jesus, when you receive the Holy Spirit, when his exhale becomes your inhale, he does not temporarily occupy your space. He permanently fills your life. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells inside of you? 1 Corinthians 3.16. You're not just a human being. You're a spiritual being. You do not only occupy space. Listen. You house divinity. I wish you would understand this. The most important thing about you is not that you're black or white or Latino or Asian. It's not about you being Lakers or Clippers Dodgers or Angels. It's not about Starbucks or Pete's Coffee. It's not about any of that. Whether or not you're with Will Smith or Chris Rock Amber- Never heard of Johnny Depp no the most powerful thing about you is guess what look at your neighbor and tell him, neighbor I don't know if you know I'm not just anybody I'm not just anything I am the temple of the Spirit of the Living God This is why your destiny is not based on what's in front of you. Your destiny is based on who's inside of you. You are not holy based on what you do. You are holy based on who you house. So all the Holy Spirit people, raise your hand. When when I say there's greatness inside of you, I'm not engaging in prophetic hyperbole. I'm speaking biblical truth. When the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, there's royalty inside of you. There's creative genius inside of you. There's ingenuity inside of you. There's innovation inside of you. That's why I believe Holy Spirit people should be the most productive people on the planet god bless elon musk doing great things god bless mark zuckerberg you're about to see holy spirit feel people just change the world we are about to change the world with the power of god we are about to flip the script with the power Lays your hands. There's love inside of you, joy inside of you, peace inside of you. Patience, meekness, goodness, gentleness, temperance, mercy, faith. There's beauty inside of you. Oh, that's why the enemy hates you. Because you're filled with the Spirit of God And and when the Spirit of God fills you in the Old Covenant, when the Spirit of God would fill anything, what would happen, especially temples and buildings and arcs and tents. The Bible says that no one could go in. The moment the Spirit of God fills, you don't have access. The enemy doesn't have access. Nothing ah i decree and declare from this moment on you will not be filled with fear failure or flesh you and your house will be filled with the spirit of the living god first corinthians six don't you realize your body is the temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god ah your temple is not the temple of pain your temple is not the temple of failure or defeat or sin but the temple of the holy spirits god's presence limits access and god protects whatever his spirit inhabits with your hands raised let me declare so if you want to stop hell from having access to your dreams your vision your finances your health your children your family your ministry be filled when god feels it, hell cannot touch it when god feels it, hell cannot touch it So let me declare that every I sense the Lord, every hostile, adversarial, opposing, contrary, sinful, discouraging, action, words, deeds, thoughts, people, relationships, and spiritual powers that had access to you and your family, your shalom will never have access again. Somebody shout never again. High five your neighbor. Tell them never again. Never again. Never again. again." As for me and my house, we are filled with the spirit of the living God never again, never again, never again, never again, never again. again. Let me land this, let me land this. Be filled with the breath of God, be filled with the freedom of God. Somebody say freedom. When his exhale becomes your inhale, when his breath becomes your oxygen, when his spirit becomes your life, you live free. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever that spirit is present, there is freedom. Second Corinthians 3:17. Freedom is power. I said freedom is power. 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 Freedom, is power. freedom in faith. Freedom and faith destroy fear. Freedom has no lids. Holy Spirit filled people are free. And free people, free people. You can't be in bondage and free someone else. Oh, but he who the sun sets free is free indeed. The most powerful human on the planet is not the one with fame or fortune, armies or followers. The most powerful person on the planet is the one set free by the Spirit of the living God. Free people can do what others cannot. It was a free man who approached Pharaoh in Egypt and said, let my people go. It was a free man who stepped into the promised land and declared, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. It was a free man who stared down a giant called Goliath and said, You come against me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come against you. In the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. It was a free man who prayed down fire from heaven and then shouted, Get ready. Here comes the rain. Uh We don't discriminate here. It was a free woman who said, Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. It was a free woman who said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. Free people changed the world. So let me ask, coming out of COVID, a cuckoo for Cocoa puff season, the world seems to still be spiraling downwards. I need to ask right now, are there any free people in the house in this place? let me ask one more time are there any free people in the house i need you to praise like you're free worship like you're free shout like you're free rejoice like you're free be filled somebody say be filled final point stand with oh you are standing we're done stand with me be filled Be filled with God's breath. Be filled with God's freedom. Be filled with God suddenly. Let me just make it legal. Here it is. Suddenly, suddenly, suddenly they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering it was all anyone could bear. Suddenly it says, growing up in church, I really truly believe there was a dichotomy, two lines. For whatever reason, you, you would think if you heard Beautiful people, great intention, but they lacked a substantial biblical undergirding that was just valid to scripture as it pertains to a continuum that needs to be discussed. You would assume that there are people that in life have to wait for everything. And then all of a sudden, these favored people, they experience suddenly. And you would think there are two lines, the line for people that have to wait, and then the line, and then there's like this favored group that gets suddenly... Then we did a deep dive in the Word of God. Do your biblical due diligence from Genesis to Revelation. Not, not one person who ever received a suddenly got it without ever having to wait. No, you missed it. Every single time there was a suddenly, if you read the chapters beforehand, and God told them to wait, and they waited upon the Lord, and they waited upon the Lord. In Acts chapter 1, Jesus looks at his disciple before he takes the elevator ride to heaven and he looks at him and says y'all need to wait y'all don't leave Jerusalem y'all need to wait y'all need to wait y'all need to wait 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 wait, because the promise is coming so I have news for you if you've been waiting and waiting and what if you've been waiting get ready there is a suddenly coming your way! Raise your hands. Suddenly your family will be saved. Suddenly all your prodigal sons and daughters come back home. Suddenly the right person steps into your life. Suddenly your body and your mind are completely healed. Somebody shout, suddenly! Suddenly! I want you to look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, get ready! is a suddenly coming your way that will change your life forevermore Psalm 37 verse 34 undergirds the reality now l- let me let me let me show you something i need to show you this the idea the title of the message obviously is before. Be filled with the breath of God, with the freedom of God, with the suddenness of God. There's your three-point sermon, amen. Let me show you something. Jason, do me a favor, step into this. This guy's a war hero from Iraq and Afghanistan. He could... It's not his first interesting scenario that he steps into. Let me show you why why Ephesians 5.18 is so critical if you understand it. I showed you before that religion requires you to get rid of your own darkness. That's not God. Jesus paid it all. He paid the price. When he paid the price and you are filled with his spirit, every vestige of darkness comes out. Always remember, don't leave any room for anything. Ever. That's why you have to live a life of constant overflow. Always, every single day, say, Holy Spirit, fill me afresh. He never leaves you. He's inside of you. He's a permanent resident, baby. He's not going anywhere. But every single day, just boom, you, 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 you. And one more time, if a little bit of this creeps in, either you do it yourself or somebody pours it on you, what do you do? Be still. That's it. That's it. Just get Now, in the Old Testament, let me show you what the Old Testament looks like. The Old Testament was interesting because you would ask, but wait, 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 Pastor Sam, but like in the Old Testament, where are all these famous guys and girls filled with the Spirit? Well, I'll tell you what the Bible says. The Bible, let me use the Hebrew phraseology that appears. And the Spirit of God fell upon and the Spirit of God fell upon. And you name it, from Moses to Joshua, and the Spirit of God fell upon Joshua, and the Spirit of God fell upon David the moment he was anointed, and the Spirit of God fell upon Gideon, and the Spirit of God fell upon Samson. The Spirit of God fell upon Deborah. The Spirit of God falling upon, it would descend upon. Now, that's why Hebrew exeget is so critical. This is the way it would look. The Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God, if you want to use theological layman's terms in the charismatic Pentecostal world, the anointing. This is the way it would look. This is it. David, i I'm going I'm to I'm you're going to have to fight that giant and knock him down. So before you fight the giant, you're going to be anointed and the spirit of God fell upon David. And the spirit of God fell upon Gideon. And the Spirit of God fell upon Moses! And the Spirit of God fell upon Daniel! And the Spirit of God fell upon Jeremiah! And the Spirit of God fell upon the prophet! And the Spirit of God fell upon the king! Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's... But there's a thing here, see? He fell upon. He fell upon. And there was an issue here. You guys ready? The issue is this. The issue is... The law, no one can live up to the law. You couldn't, not one human being other than Jesus who came along and did it. So no one could live up to the rigidness of the law and man, the law, sin, moral turpitude, David, you know, watching the Victoria's Secret model on top of the rooftop, <laughs> Samson napping in the wrong place. They would mess it all up. Even people that have the spirit of God full upon them would end up going like, because the spirit of God was upon them it was temporary from from Genesis to Malachi it was temporary it was never permanent it was never permanent hence when the Spirit of God fell upon King Saul and Saul messed up the Bible says that same spirit said this. I'm out of here and he left it was temporary and this is what temporary go ahead go ahead dry him up this represents the law this represents moral turpitude Temptation, the fallen nature of man, sin. It would dry him up. It would dry go ahead, dry him up. Da da, da. da. We're not done yet. What are you? Union workers? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dry him up, dry him up, dry him up. All right. good, 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 good. There it is. Who said this? Second Corinthians chapter 3. The apostle Paul writes about Moses and says, This Moses. Hey, God would show up. And and, and and the glory would be there, but the glory would fade. So much so that Moses would put a veil so that people wouldn't see when the glory was fading. Oh, wow. Hmm. So then Jesus comes along. So Jesus came along and said, all right, we've done this before. The way we did it with the law, God will walk with you. God will be with you. God will be with you. God was with David. God was with Gideon. He was with you. Yeah, but I'm tired of being with you. I wanna go inside of you. I need, I'm, I'm tired of doing this. I wanna be inside of you. How do we do it? How do we do it? And Jesus looked at the Father and said, I got this, I got this, I got this. Jesus died on the cross. He shed his blood. He paid the price he said it is finished and then he said i give you my spirit and then in the upper room on pentecost jesus paid the price so now it's not just the spirit of god comes upon you i'll show you it's a new day in a new covenant so this is it nah here drink this Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with. Somebody shout like you're filled. Praise like you're filled. Go ahead, turn it on. You're wasting your time. It's too late now, it's too late now. The Spirit of God, is not just on us. the Spirit of God is inside of him. That's why he can say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. 1 John 2, 27. You have received the anointing, the Holy Spirit, who lives inside of you. You're not anointed from the outside in. You're anointed from the inside out. Are there any Holy Spirit-filled people in the house? That's why the enemy doesn't have access to the Spirit of God inside of you. That's why the gifts and the callings are attached to the Holy Spirit that's why Paul writes in Romans the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable you can't take them away the devil can't even take them away because he has no access he can't get in there He, he can't get in there the moment the blood of Jesus seals you he can't I need you to praise like you know you are filled with the spirit of God we're done, we're done, we're done. So, what happens when you're filled with the spirit and your atmosphere is saturated? This is what we call double portion. When you're filled with the anointing, first John 2:27, Romans 8:11. When you're filled with the Spirit of God, but then your church has an atmosphere where it is saturated. This is what we call double portion. Now I'm prophesying. This is what your family's about to look like. This is what your friends, Whittier, SoCal, be filled with the Spirit of God. Somebody praise like you got it in worship like you got it. Be filled, be filled. Lift up your hands. I'm going to count to three. If you say, Pastor Sam, need a fresh infilling of the spirit of God I'm so desperate I see that I get it I understand it I need a fresh infilling the enemy has attempted me I gave him a little bit of room and he attempted to I get that now I get that it's a mind kick because he really doesn't have access but I get it I get it all right all right I need a fresh infilling when I count to three if that's you come out of your seat and join me somewhere ready one two three Be be filled be filled be filled be Atmosphere saturated with the spirit of the Living God be filled be filled be filled be filled be filled every vestige of darkness today every single iota of darkness disintegrates in the very presence of the Living God And those thoughts will never occupy your space again. Those actions will never occupy your space again. That inclination, that habit, that weakness will never define you ever again. (laughs) And your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will not be filled with fear, will not be filled with failure Will not be filled with defeat and and a perpetual victimization mindset. Your your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will be filled with the Spirit of the Living God. Lift up your hands. One of the most powerful things that a lot of people overlook from Acts chapter 2 it says that the Spirit of God filled them, but keep on reading, it says, and it filled. The entire house people ignore that part it filled them individually the pillars of fire became customized they literally fell upon them individually they went from macro to micro macro in the Old Testament micro and personal in the New Covenant and all of a sudden I love that it says but not only were they filled the house was filled you're gonna go back home after the service you're gonna find that wherever there was a little bit of darkness The Holy Spirit will be occupying that space. Somebody prays like you believe what you just heard. Are you ready to see your entire family? Are you ready to see your entire family filled? Are you ready to see your friends and your followers filled with the Holy Spirit? let me repeat after me Heavenly Father I received this word today I am filled filled with the breath of God filled with the freedom of God filled with the power of God filled with the suddenlies of God filled not just touched but filled with the spirit of the living God In Jesus' name. Now give Him your last shout of praise. Open up your mouth and praise in the Spirit. Somebody worship in the Holy Ghost. Somebody praise in the Holy Ghost. Somebody lift up your voice. Pray, worship, praise in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Where's Pastor Jason? Come here, Pastor Jason. Pastor Liz, come here. Because you don't quench the Spirit of God. Because the anointing of multiplication, the anointing to make disciples. Here's the word of the Lord for you because you never accepted, you never embraced the paradigm of having an audience. I hear that in the spirit. From the get-go, you rejected the idea of speaking to an audience on Sundays. You didn't want an audience, you wanted a righteous army. because you never tolerated an audience God is giving you territory that no one else will be able to occupy He is giving you territory that no one else will be able to occupy There is territory and no one else will be able to occupy The moment you step in with the disciples, with these Christ-centered, Bible-based, spirit-empowered, devil-rebuking, demon-binding, spirit-speaking, disciples, these mountain-moving, water-walking, earth-shaking, world-changing, atmosphere-shifting, disciples. God is enlarging your territory exponentially, beyond California, beyond America, to the nations to teach pastors and leaders how to multiply, how to make disciples. Oh, and the doors, the doors, I don't even see doors opening. I see like amazing gates opening up. That's how big it is. The anointing and the grace and the favor, no limits. No limits. Heavenly Father, right now, Led by your holy spirit i release upon your children right now upon your son and your daughter who you have anointed ordained and appointed for such a time as this first john two twenty seven: the holy spirit lives inside of them they are anointed from the inside out they are empowered infused with your spirit in perpetuity so now god the full manifestation of the giftings and the callings the grace the gift and the glory of god the favor and the fulfillment of god like never before Oh, Lord, like they will see in the next three years that what they're about to see will be so great. Literally speaking, they're going to go, it's going to be exceedingly abundantly above all anything and everything they have ever dreamt about. They have ever imagined ever, ever, ever. So Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I release that fresh anointing, this mantle for the nations now by the authority of heaven. In Jesus' name, go. In Jesus' name, somebody shall be found.